Welcome to High Vibes and Grateful Heart, a podcast for women on the rise. When we come back, I'll be in the studio with Jessica LaMontagne talking about all things social media magic. Good morning, Jess. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. So excited to be here. It's so fun to have you here in the studio with us today. So our listeners like to hear all about our guests and their heart-centered work. Can you tell us a little bit about your why and what it is you do? Yes. So I am a content strategist and coach for soul-aligned entrepreneurs who have a business, a gift, or message that they're trying to get out on social media, but they're afraid of it for whatever reason they might be afraid of it. Uh, Maybe they're afraid of being judged, being seen. Uh, Maybe they're perfectionists and Every time they try to make something, they just don't think it's good enough, comparing themselves to other people, other creators. So what I do is I come in and I take them from, can I curse? Yes. (laughs) It's okay with me. (laughs) I mean, if they're learning about me, they got to learn about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I take them from scared shitless to social media badass. I love that. And as one of your clients, Mm -hmm. I can completely speak to that feeling of, Um, really just being fearful of putting yourself out there, especially somebody of my generation who wasn't really, you know, acclimated to this stuff. It's all very foreign. So we're having to kind of relearn all the different platforms and what they're used for and and how to put yourself out there in a way that feels like you, that feels authentic and Mm -hmm. not like everyone else. I think that's a big stumbling block for people. Definitely. And I know that I still, in my niche where we kind of work on mindset, um, and then now I'm pouring in a little bit of social media and helping these soul-aligned entrepreneurs get on there, I think that a lot of people compare themselves to other people in their niche. And I sometimes find myself falling into that hole too, where I'm like, how come I can never get that many views on my video? I can never get this many followers, but it's not even, it's not about that. So that's a lot of mindset work that's going to go behind what I help my clients with. I think that's so true in general about social media, right? And and in anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. We are so afraid of being judged, not belonging. Um, you know, I write about that in my book, and I think it's what blocks so many of us from moving forward so in, toward, you know, where it is we are intentionally wanting to be. So right. I think what you're doing is so, so needed. How did you discover this soul passion? Did you have to go through some sort of a transition from another type of work to getting yourself to a place where you felt more in alignment? And can yes. you tell us about that? Oof, this is a long one. Yeah. So I... I always loved teaching. I graduated college with a master's degree in education. I was a math teacher in high school for four years. But the whole working nine to five never sat right with me, never. I always felt like I'm dropping off my kid to daycare for someone else to raise her while I'm going to this job. Like, all I want to do is be home with her. This, I mean, I love teaching, but I still found things quote, wrong about the public education system and how we were basically teaching to the standardized testing for these kids that they needed to graduate. Um, That's a whole other podcast we could have. I know, it's a whole other one that I have, whatever. No, I'm with you. We're going to skirt that one real quick and just move on with this. I, um, I took some time off after I had my son. I didn't go back to teaching, but when I did jump back into work, I was a, I was a, receptionist at a law firm for like six months. And then I got um, another job working at a, as a receptionist at a dental office. I became like their insurance go-to person. I learned a lot there. 
but I also learned that I was pretty freaking good with technology. I knew how to streamline things. I knew how to organize things. And I won't say make them better, but make like, I'm a work smarter, not harder type of lady. And that's what I was doing there. And I was like, I can create these things and then I can teach everybody else how to use it. Um, I ended up leaving there just because I felt like there was no growth opportunity. But I mean, there were days there that I was like itching out of my skin. Like, I I don't want to be here right now. I want to be doing something that I'm passionate about. And this this ain't it. Like dental insurance ain't it. (laughs) And then I said, oh my God, I was a commercial insurance agent for I think six months. And then I was a a life long-term healthcare insurance case manager for a while. And that was my tipping point. I was, I think, um, April of 2022, I got that job as an insurance case manager at a broker dealer firm. It was pretty far away, but nice benefits. It paid very well. Uh, We got to work from home a few days a week, but I felt like I had, I I was a single mom at the time. I had two kids. They really only solely relied on me. And I needed adjusted hours. And it just felt like I was not shamed for needing Mm. it, but kind of it just didn't align. It didn't align. I'm like, I'm a mom first. And if my kids are sick, I'm staying home with them. If I have to leave early to get them to football practice or uh, hockey practice or whatever it is, I don't want anyone to dictate my time and tell me what I can do throughout the day. But it did get to the point where I was getting physically ill. Like I was getting migraines. I had to pull over on the side of the road to puke one day on the way to work. And I'm like, this is not healthy. The way that I am feeling about having to go here and do this job, I felt like my creativity was being sucked out of my soul. (laughs) Every time I stepped in the door, every time Mm -hmm. I turned on my computer and I was like, this isn't it. This isn't healthy for me. I know I'm smart. Why can't I figure out what it is I'm supposed to do? But um, April 2023, I decided to leave that job. I really had no backup plan besides like, I'm going to follow my joy and I'm going to follow what lights me up. Um, I dove totally into my TikTok and I all mindfulness and manifestation. And when I decided like, fuck it, this is what I'm doing. This is what I love to do. I'm sharing this with people. My TikTok blew up. It blew up like almost overnight, I feel like. Um, and I have a great following now. but 20,000 some plus <laughs> followers. I'll just add that for our listeners. And growing. Impressive. I'm that. <laughs> Impressive. But I just. I have 83. <laughs> well, you don't post as much, but we're getting you there. We're getting you there. We're working on a content I'm strategy. <laughs> but it's just like I, I dove into that. I found this great soul community of people who who agree with me and think that the nine to five just is not working anymore for our society. And. I realized, hey, I'm good at this. I'm good at making content. Maybe this is what I'm going to help people with. And then I found you. Where did we meet, Jess? <laughs> we met on a mountain in Costa Rica. I love that a story. A little soul shift retreat. Thank you, Maureen Hancock, for introducing me to all of these people and having this opportunity there to allow this to happen. And it just kind of, I just knew, Jen, when I quit my job, I'm like, I can't explain it. I just know when I release this, it's mm. just going to fall into place. It's, it's always what happens. It, it always is always falling into place, always yeah. working out. Always working out. When we release what is keeping us prisoned, mm-hmm. imprisoned, I guess is the word, um, it, it just the energy starts to flow. It is every single time I have to relearn that lesson, but mm-hmm. it is so, so true. It is. And I love that story. And I love the way we met and how it just sort of magically um, unfolded for us to be working together at, mm-hmm. at the center and um, to be supporting this incredible new business that you are creating. Yeah. And I'm so, so very um, honored to know you and to have you here on the show to talk Same. more about that. So who are, who would you say are your ideal clients? I mean, you could probably basically describe <laughs> me, but let's, let's let the audience hear. So my ideal clients are 
women, whoever, that have a gift, a message. I like to say soul-aligned entrepreneurs. So you have an established business or you have established what your gifts are, what who you are, and maybe you just need a little help getting onto social media, the technology side of it. Uh, maybe you're not sure which platform to use for you um, in your business, but you're also maybe a little bit afraid of stepping in. I just know that some people can say like, eh, social media is not for me. I'm not a social media person, but I want you to ever truly ask yourself, Am I saying that as an excuse? Am I actually afraid of being seen? Am I afraid of messing up? Am I afraid of failing? Is it fear? Are you too shy? That is an egoic feeling. That's fear. You need to ask yourself, am I truly, truly not a social media person because I don't really actually like it? Or is it because I don't like it because I'm afraid of it and don't know how to use it? That's two different things. So you have to realize that are you being pushed not to be on social media because of fear? Or what else? But I think that pretty much everyone's going to be, if they really look deep, it's fear. It is totally fear. Fear and also, um, um, let's see, unfamiliarity for certain people of, like, just what buttons to push. I mean, Mm -hmm. I remember that we we joke about this all the time, but, you know, Jess taught me how to do something, and I was, like, going to try to do it on my own, and I (laughs) I literally didn't know what button to push. You know, she's like, oh, the big one in the middle of the screen. <laughs> so it's it's just not intuitive to us. And mm-hmm. so, but there's such, I mean, I totally represent your ideal client base. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many of our listeners do as well in that we are out there. We're doing heart-centered work. We know we're making a difference. We also understand that while social media doesn't come naturally for us, it's an essential part of doing business today. Right. And so instead of just ignoring it and pushing it away mm-hmm. like we do when we suppress things that make us uncomfortable, right. it makes so much more sense to align ourselves with somebody like you who can teach us right. how to not be afraid. Yes. And um, I'm still learning and evolving with my with my social media. But I have to say that working with you has made all the difference because I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you know what I don't. And so it's really helpful to just have you kind of break it down mm-hmm. in steps and um, and take come, take some of the, um, what's the word? Um, I don't know, anxiety yeah. out of it, right? Yeah. And I think that that's, that keeps people from, I mean, the people that I have spoken to at the Wellness Center are like, I spent all this time making this video. And at the end, I'm like, this is stupid. And then I just delete it. Exactly. <laughs> We're our worst, own worst critic, always. Yeah. And um, not used to looking at ourselves mm-hmm. on camera. Not used to. I mean, I, I always laugh that I can I can stand up in front of three hundred people with absolutely no issue. But you put a camera in front of my face, and I am suddenly Please. frozen. <laughs> so it is really an interesting dynamic, and um, I think it just underscores the need for the work that you're doing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so I'm really happy to to have you on the show today, Thank talking you. a little bit more about that. Thanks. So let's learn a little bit more about you. Um, I love to ask about what is what is it that you're most proud of in your life? And it can be a personal, a professional accomplishment. But what is it that you can look in the mirror in the morning and say, I'm really proud that I did X or that I am Y? I think I have a few. So yeah. the big one that stands out for me is I was in like a toxic relationship, marriage with my children's dad. And it was toxic for many years before I decided to leave. But I think that I'm most proud of the courage and the bravery and the vulnerability that I faced when I decided to get divorced. Because I knew that it was going to be me 
taking two kids by myself, having to support them by myself. And that was scary. And it, the fear of the unknown of what would happen if I was by myself and if I'd be able to afford to live alone or be living with my parents forever, that held me in a toxic relationship for a long time. Right. But it was like 2019, the end of 2019, I decided I, I can't, I can't live like this. I don't like to look at myself in the mirror. I don't like who I've become. I don't like how I be, how I'm existing. And I just bit the bullet. I did it. And then March 2020 came around. Yeah. Timing was interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> and I'm sitting there str- thinking like, shit, what am I going to, how am I going to make my bills? Yeah. And then COVID happened and the government was paying us. And that held me until nice. it needed to. Yeah. So it kind of worked out It great. gave you that space to kind of yeah. settle into that new way of being. Yeah. Sorry for COVID, everyone. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. was no. the universe's way of responding to me. Well, I think the universe was responding to all of us. True. Because I think we needed to look at ourselves very carefully and, and how we were going about our, our day-to-day life mm-hmm. and way of being. And I think... Um, as hard as it was and, and has been and the, and the sort of out, you know, result of it all. Yeah. Um, I think that it allowed us all some space to be reflective. And, and slow and down. And slow down <laughs> and think about what was really important. Mm-hmm. So I think there was a gift in it as well yeah. as some of the pain that it's caused us. Definitely. Um, so what do you love most about yourself? It's a physical trait, personality trait. When you look in that mirror, it's part of your morning routine. What do you say? So this morning specifically, I just gave myself a big hug and I said, you are strong and you're powerful and you have more strength and power than you know. I persevere, which I don't think is like, um, not that it's not a marketable trait. I think that perseverance is a great trait to have, but I also think, you know, you got to be able to look at yourself and feel through your feelings. Yeah. It's not all about persevering. It's about, you know, things that happen to you and how you can deal with it. You can either let it tear you down or you can let it build you back up. And I think that the things that have... could have torn me down, allowed me to kind of catapult myself into, you know, like they say everything has to fall apart for things to come together. Yeah. And I think that I, I deal well with identifying what I'm feeling, feeling through it and transmuting it into something to catapult me. That's beautiful. Everything's a choice, right? Exactly. We always have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think being aware of that and, and then making a conscious, intentional decision yep. to move forward is um, extremely courageous and not always easy. I agree. Um, I also feel like you're very empathetic. Yes, I yeah. am. Or empathic, I should say. But Well, both. But empathic, I think you're really tuned in yep. to people and their feelings. And their, and I think that allows you to respond with what it is they need most. Definitely. I think I've been an empath. An empath yes. since I was younger. <laughs> um, I've always been able to, like, sense the feelings in the room. And I also think that that's a strength of mine as well. Um it can, be, it can be a curse, too. It can. It can, for yeah. sure. But I've definitely been able to been like, something's off. What is it? Yeah. And just kind of allow the person that I'm speaking to to realize that they have space here. Yes. To, you know, bounce whatever they need off of me. Yeah. I think that's that's really a, a beautiful characteristic that you mm-hmm. have. How do you express yourself creatively? Oh, God. I do everything creatively. I, okay, I love to work with my hands. So, I mean, when I was home with my son for the first two years of his life, I taught myself how to crochet. Everything's a hustle with me. I'm a Gemini, and I think that's what I'm always <laughs> thinking. I'm like, how can I turn this into a hustle? I was making scarves um, for people. I was selling them at Christmas sales. I um, braid. I braid all the time, and that's like, since I was little, I have been able to express kind of, I guess, artistically different types of braids. My friend and I, I swear we invented the headband braid, the one that goes from like ear to ear. Wow. When we were in like third grade and then it started to be a thing however long ago. 
but I, I work with my hands a lot and typing, creating stuff online, creating cute videos, um, editing the videos. So I think that that's a... You totally have... I mean, I see all those other things you mentioned, but you are so creative when it comes to what you are posting, mm -hmm. which I think is such a key thing to note about what you're offering people because it's like you can look at the different businesses that we, people that women have or whomever your clients mm -hmm. and you can almost see for them um what it is like how to wrap that content into a creative deliverable which i yep. think is such a gift because mm -hmm. you know most of us sit there like oh what should i post right yeah but you like have a conversation with somebody i've watched you do it yeah <laughs> and you're like oh you should do this you should do this you should do this yes and so i think that that is just a natural um I, I, talent of yours. I don't even know where the ideas come from. I just know that so you have lots of them. I know I do. So for my for the business, this content strategist and coach business, I have packages available, but I'm I'm not putting them out to the public because I want to make sure I have a 15 minute discovery call with whoever's interested because I want to be able to talk to them about who they are, who their business is, who they want to reach, who they want to help, so that I can get a better idea of who they are as a person authentically because that's the goal. We're going to put ourselves authentically out because that's when you're attracting your authentic tribe, which exactly. allows you to be able to just be you. You don't have to be anyone else on social media but yourself. If you don't want to show your face, don't show your face. But the whole point of this is um, I want to be able to get to know the person so that I can know fully I can help them and I have all these ideas for them, but I have to know who they are, what they do, who they exactly. want to reach, their goals, all of that first. It's it's so important with any coaching business, I think, to give that, that initial opportunity for an exchange like that yeah. to make sure it's a good fit for both both parties, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yes. I think it's great that you're doing that. Yes. So speaking of uh, being your younger self, I'd love to ask people if you could go into a time machine, which I'm sure we will be able to do soon, and um, go back to your 12-year-old self, what advice would you say to you oh, God. at 12 years old? I would hug her and be like, you know everything that you need to know right freaking now. Like When I was, I think, fourth grade, which I don't think that's 12, I think it's younger, we did a report of what do you want to be when you grow up? And I did uh, a hairstylist. And my parents, I love them. They did the best they could with what of they course. had. All of our parents always do. But they were like, "That does you don't you won't make any money, so you can't do that." So uh, in my limiting belief, mm -hmm. <laughs> identified. <laughs> I love you, mom and dad. But <laughs> yes, yes, we all do this to one another. <laughs> so I threw that out of my brain. But I had a best friend. I braided her hair all the time. And then obviously Instagram wasn't a thing. Social media was not a thing. There are hairstylists that are making tons of money doing courses, um, f doing famous people's hair, just sure. having these businesses. I could have been a very successful hairstylist if I just listened to, like, that's what I wanted to do when I was little. Yeah. And, you know, now Absolutely. it's not off the table, but yeah. I would just tell her, like, Every, just follow your heart, exactly. follow your intuition, because it already knows the path to your highest self, your highest and best timeline. Yeah. And if you just listen to that... You're going to be guided the whole way. Our bodies hold so much wisdom. Yep. Right. Our, we always think it's in our brains, but it's both our it's our it's our soul and our body as well, and mm -hmm. like and and allowing it to be connected so that we can truly tap into it. Yep. And, and what we know, what we already know, is always always it's right inside of us. Always with it. Yeah, I love that. So do you have a favorite mantra that you live by? I know you have lots. Yes. But. So one of them that I love, who I, I can't take credit for this, it's from Amanda Francis. 
I love her. I recommend her to anyone and everyone who has anything, any money money blocks. She is XO Amanda Francis. Not that she needs my endorsement. She has a bazillion followers um, and very, very rich. <laughs> um, but she says, my work is of high service and worthy of massive compensation. So I love to say that all the time. And then I'll just honestly make some up as I go. Um, my work is of high service and worthy of massive compensation. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always falling into place for me. And then I think this is an Abraham Hicks one. Um, everything is always working out for me no matter no matter how it looks in any current moment. Yes. Right. We're always trying to figure out the how. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's where we get tripped up. It's yeah. just just believe it mm-hmm. and put the intention out there and stop trying to figure it out. Right. Yes. You that's beautiful. Before yeah. you see it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I you know, I, for those of you who have not um, followed Jess on TikTok, she has what is the, the t- name of your channel on TikTok? I mean, you have several, but yes. the one that's all about manifesting. Yes, it's Jesse J E S S I E D A M I. Jesse Dammy, my maiden name. Right. I mean, it's so cool. I love to go. I mean, I'm not a huge TikToker, but I'm str- I'm trying to get myself more comfortable with it. Um, and I love. I always. That's the first thing I do is check your <laughs> posts because they're really uh, motivating, uplifting, inspirational, and real. Yes. They're so real. I only ever post if I'm feeling the energy, and when I don't, it's just off. Like right. it's almost like I'm scripting it. But if you just kind of like let it go and just say like just let your mind talk. Yeah. Those are the best ones. It's really impactful. I love it. Mm-hmm. So um, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Let me see. I find myself singing the the, the Bob Marley song, Don't Worry oh, yeah. About a Thing. Three Little Birds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, then obviously the Beyonce song, Who Run the World, Girls. Oh, there you go. I have a lot of songs that I love, um, but I feel like the ones that like get you going, Yeah, those are the ones. Those are good ones, mm-hmm. both of them. So this show is all about women who are in some sort of transition in life, which is basically all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and some of our listeners are really looking to, you know, maybe make a leap forward uh, to transform or elevate their life. What advice would you give to people who maybe are feeling a little unsure or a little stuck? And it can be in general or as it relates to social media. Honestly, like live authentically, identify. I mean, I feel like journaling helps. You can also talk to yourself out loud, but identify who you are and don't stray from that. Live authentically as you are and listen to your intuition. Absolutely. So many of us don't do that. And I know. I w- that's like one of the first things we should be teaching. I agree. <laughs> teaching our children. Um, do you have a? T- I know you do, but tell <laughs> me about your f- your female tribe and and what purpose it serves for you. You probably have a couple. I do. So I mean, I feel like everybody that we I've met at the wellness center is like the new tribe because they're very local and I see you guys once a week and you guys are amazing and the things that everyone is doing and how we are helping people. It's just. It's inspiring. It's that type of energy that lifts the room and just ripples through everybody. It's so true. Um, I've met a few on TikTok. Um, one of them, Ashley, who actually went to Costa Rica. That's the first time we met. But we were exchanging voice notes through text message almost every single day. Um, and then a few others as well. But I just feel like we are, we find our tribe and our tribe are people who serve as channels for our higher selves to come Absolutely. through. And I feel like that's what I found. I have a little spiritual besties text group. There's uh, four of us in there. But I know that anytime any of us has any type of question or any like, hey, this is what I'm going through right now, one of us has an answer. Yeah. And it's not even an answer, more of like a, 
have you tried seeing it differently? Have you tried seeing it this way maybe? Or maybe this is what your the universe is trying to show you or your higher self is trying to get you to do. And it's just like they're just upli- – I don't even know how how to describe how uplifting they are and how they – can take a download that I have and expand on it. It's just an expansive group of of women, and there's a few men that I know as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to single them oh, out, of course. But, but it's just like expansive, and I love it. It's it's like it's like having a safe space mm-hmm. to feel yep. and express yourself in mm-hmm. a way where you know you're not going to be judged and that you do belong. Yes, which is what everyone's looking for. Exactly yeah. what it is. We've been able it. to tell each other stuff, even like. Hey, you guys triggered me. Yeah. And this is why you triggered me. And we are just like so like enveloped in love. Like, thank you so much for sharing that. And then we can get to the bottom of it. You know, triggers teach. We have to trust the triggers to yes. teach. And having a group of women who will allow you to feel triggered, allow you to come to them and say, like, hey, this triggered me, and then allow you to the space to be able to work through it, but also help you through it. It's transformative. It's, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it so much. Is there anything that maybe somebody like just fun a fun sort of something that people don't know about you that could you could share with our listeners? I mean, some people I think might know it. At least the Costa Rica people. I oh speak yes. a little bit of Espanol. Yes, you do. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, whoa, look at her go! I think yeah. it was at the drum circle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was the guy was trying to explain something in English. I'm like, just say it in Spanish. I'll translate for you. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, there were so many fun stories on I that know. trip. I'm so glad I went mm-hmm. on on many levels. What do you wish there were more or less of in the world? Honestly, less hate, more love. It sounds so corny and cringy and cliche to say, but was that Martin Luther King that like hate can't yeah. drive out hate, only love can do that. Yeah. Darkness can't drive out darkness, only light can do that. Exactly. More of that. Well, I'm with you. Hear, hear. Mm-hmm. It does seem so simple, but yet it's everything, it's at the core of everything that of every relationship, of yep. every experience is is love. Yep. So uh, we need more of that for, for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you like to be remembered? Honestly, I just feel like I want – what's weird is you ask that question, and I feel like since I was little, I just knew I was going to be a person remembered for something, whether it's in a small group, maybe the spiritual awakening type of niche, but I want to be someone remembered on the front line of – the mass awakening, yeah. you know, like the ma- higher consciousness, awareness, and it's bringing, time. yeah, it's bringing like information and like my perspective because, I mean, I noticed this in Costa Rica trip, like we are literally all the same. And I know uh, people who might follow religion know that like we are all source energy, like we're all source energy. We're, yeah. we're fractals of God, source, wh- whatever you want to call however it. However people re- receive that. Yes, yeah. which is awesome that people receive it differently because it just shows how many perspectives live in this whole crazy 3D world. But everyone is really living the same story, just in a different avatar, in a different yeah. timeline. Yeah. And if we just share our stories, we can see that we're more connected than we think. Yeah. Again, it sounds like you, um, that's like a quote from my book. Yes. <laughs> but, but it is, it's it's so simple. Like, again, if we can just stop hiding behind mm-hmm. who we think we should be or how we think we should behave or how we've been taught to behave and yep. release all those narratives and just be real and be mm-hmm. willing to share who we are authentically. Yes. There would be so much more 
conscious connections and communications. Yes. And I know that's what we're trying to do as a nonprofit board, mm -hmm. which we're going to start talking about a little bit more on the show. Yes. The We Breathe Wellbeing Soul Sanctuary is a newly formed nonprofit, and Jess is on the board. Yes, and we're going to have some other guests coming soon that will talk more about their involvement. But that is at the heart of what the matter of what we're mm -hmm. doing is to create more conscious communications, more sense of community, and and really help raise the collective consciousness yes. and help heal the human heart because yep. why not just start now i know <laughs> we need to start somewhere it's just there's too many tragedies happening with young kids and even with older people like it just is it's time that we roll this into normalcy to society yeah because i think people might look at some people might look at what we do and think like that's a bunch of woo-woo. It's all woo-woo, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not. And it's, it's not. not. And it, it's not. <laughs> like, there, there are kids that are throwing themselves in front of trains. And yeah. it's cut it, this out if we want to, but... No, it's it's got to change. And it and, and I, Because they feel so lost and alone, they, in, in, in many cases, don't even know how to express right. what they are feeling. They just think something's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. So if we can provide them with more education and more tools that they can use when they feel you know, distraught anxious, and anxious yeah. and depressed and have suicide ideation. Like, mm -hmm. like they're not alone. Nope. They are perfectly normal. Mm -hmm. And that guess what? There are things they can do for themselves to manage them, to allow themselves to feel the feelings and work through it and heal. Yes. And so that is, um, we could have an, again, we'll have another whole talk <laughs> about the nonprofit, but I am super honored to have you here on the show talking about your social media strategy work and your coaching that you offer, um, as well as your contribution on the board. I just know we're going to do beautiful things I as a community. Too. And I look forward to lots more sharing in the days, weeks, and months to come. Same. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you for being here. So just one more time, how can people get in touch with you? Because I know they're going to want to work with you on their content strategy. So um, you can get in touch with me right now. I don't have a website, and I'm not sure that's for me yet. Right. But um, my Instagram right now is um, Jessie Lamontagne underscore the idea girl. Should I spell it out? Sure. <laughs> J-E-S-S-I-E-L-A-M-O-N-T-A-G-N-E underscore the idea girl. So that's um, my Instagram, and then my TikTok is Jessie Dammy. I think I already said that out loud, but you can contact me there. There's links in the bios. And you also have that braiding company. You want to just mention that? Yeah. So um, like I talked about earlier, I've been braiding since I was little. Um, so I'm the owner and braider at The Braid Co., which I'm also on Instagram, the.braid.co. Um, so you can find me there, but I do birthday parties um, with the cool colored hair extensions, sparkle gel. There's a bunch of pictures on there. You can go check it out. Um, but I'm also selling kind of like braided ponytails that are already pre-braided. They're and, beautiful. Yes, can be used in um, accessorized festivals, concerts, birthdays, like uh, cheerleading squads, any type of team. And they can be adorned with accessories. They're really cute. That's awesome. Well, I love the idea, girl. I think that's the <laughs> great way to end this podcast because, girl, you are the idea girl. And yes, I'm so I am. honored to know you. <laughs> Same to you. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Okay, everyone, have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening.
Until next time, I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen.